What's the link between what we pay for prescriptions and the waiting time at hospitals? So a new study with some insight followed over a 1,000 people for a year. It found that for every 100 people who received a free prescription, 33 were admitted to hospital, stayed for 208 days. Out of the 100 who had to still pay the $5 fee, 41 were admitted to hospital. They stayed for 326 days. Now, pharmacist Dean Rajapajik is with us on this. Dean, morning to you. Is the survey clear to you? I, I would bring up a whole bunch of variables. What the prescription was for? Did they take the pills? What did they have? Did they have... You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. So when we're looking at the cost, the first thing we have to look at is, is the patient actually likely to pick it up? Because obviously, are they taking it? Are they not taking it? There's no way to track that at the moment. But I can tell you one thing, that if the patient can't afford the medicine, they definitely won't even start taking it. And that's sort of what's been shown in this study. How much of this do you see, this I can't afford it? Uh, surprisingly a lot. So it's not uncommon to have a patient come through the door, put the prescription down in front of you with their five to six medicines, and then, and then ask you, all right, of these five medicines, which one should I take? Which one do I actually need? Wow. And yeah, it, it is heartbreaking, particularly for, as pharmacists when, when we're standing across from them. That must um, be a very hard conversation for people to initiate for a start. Absolutely. I mean, there is a lot of shame associated with it. They don't exactly, you know, say it out loud. They come through, they're normally quite reserved. So um, it's not an easy place to be as a healthcare provider either. And what do you do about that? I mean, it's, it's a tough, it's a tough chat. I personally, where, where I work at Zoom Pharmacy, we waive the $5 co-payment, um, particularly for, our, for those who are economically deprived. Um, but I, I have worked in community settings where your hands are tied. It's not your business. No. You, you have to charge the $5. When people come, you mentioned five or six different medicines. Does that indicate that people have major health issues? You know, when you're on that many pills, something's wrong, isn't it? Correct. Yeah. So they normally they have chronic issues. So it'll be diabetes, and then they'll have high blood pressure associated with that as well. Um, and so they're normally taking multiple medicines. So when you think about four, five, six medicines, it's not just five dollars they're having to fork up. It's no. twenty, twenty-five, thirty. Having said that, after a while, what the, the 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 high use card and all of that does that not help out? So once they get to twenty items in a year, so they have paid a hundred dollars then they will start getting free subsidized medicines for the rest of the year. However, $100 is a lot for these families. It's $100 puts a lot of food on the table for them. It goes to, you know, goes to a lot of their bills. It means a lot to them. Yeah. If, 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 if you break it down, what's the bigger problem, do you think? Is it getting to the doctor and paying the doctor versus having gone to the doctor, got the script, and then having to pay the script? There are some low doctor um, services available now with some extra funding. Um, it definitely will have a sort of impact with the patients going to see the doctor in the first place. Yeah. But generally, patients will end up, say, in the hospital, which obviously they don't pay for. And then once they leave with a discharge prescription, they still won't get the medicines. The cost is still too high for them. So what's your solution to this? Is there a solution to this? My view of it is, if there was no $5 co-payment, we would definitely see a better engagement with patients yeah. uh, and their medicines. And, yeah, but who, and but who pays like, that and what's that worth, do you reckon, a year to a country? Yeah, uh, good good question. So I think when we look at the $5 co-payment, it's easy to look at the immediate impact. You know, how much 
how much is that five dollars because it is a tax that's mm. what it is but then we have to look at and the study that was released those those patients who don't take the medicines they spend a lot longer in hospital so what's the long-term impact of that those stays in hospital it'll cost anywhere between a thousand one thousand five hundred maybe even two thousand a night mm. so if they're having extended stays I think in the long term it'll cost us as as the taxpayers a lot more and it'll reduce the quality of life of these patients dramatically. Good insight, Dean. Appreciate it very much. Dean Rajapadjik, a pharmacist with us this morning. If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy. We focus on all the little things that you can do to make a positive impact on your life and to cut through the confusion from the health and wellness industry. Join us every Saturday to hear from the experts for all the tips and advice you need. Just search The Little Things on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.